Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you are all having an absolutely awesome day today. Hope you guys enjoyed the Hagman Show Friday. It was definitely a uh, great show, as always. Went over a lot of detailed stuff that's occurring, and hope you guys had a fantastic weekend. And here on this show today, I was looking at some stuff over the weekend, and the new buzzword, and this I want to give you guys a heads up on this, because I saw it yesterday, and I just started laughing. There was a uh, art, an interview with the flip-flopper Fauci, who now they're using the new buzzwords. I, I looked this up. I actually searched this word, searched this, this term, to see what was going to pull up, and it's the new CDC COVID metrics. It's the new metrics that they've now put into place to make sure that everybody is safe from COVID because, well, you know, Ukraine's fizzling down on their propaganda that they can make everybody believe and everybody's starting to realize that, hey, maybe that is a engagement for those two countries to work out and maybe we don't need to sit and turn every single mainstream media on Ukraine to be told what we have to think. So what do we need next? We need to roll out the next phase of COVID. And I figured this was going to happen. And I watched an article on Breitbart on social media last night, and it had over like 8,000 comments already. They were all negative towards Fauci because he came out and he did this interview yesterday. And he said, if you look at the CDC with their new metrics, it's clear most of the country we're seeing an uptick. And the new CDC metrics – Looking at the guidance of masking, if we do start seeing an uptick, we may need to revert back and be more careful and utilizing mask mandates indoors. That's what he said yesterday. The fact that anybody would actually believe or listen to anything he said. So I typed in, in the search engine, I typed in CDC new metrics. And sure enough, you got the articles with the propaganda ready to go. CDC's new COVID metrics leaves individuals struggling on how to handle situation. CDC's updated metrics to guide COVID-19 future restrictions. New CDC metrics coming to guys next phase of pandemic. New CDC metrics shows masking guidelines explained. And I just started laughing to myself and I thought, all right. Here we go again. So I want to give everybody kind of an update on that. So when you start hearing these terms thrown around and you start hearing more lies and propaganda, understand there's nothing to be fearful of. There's nothing to be stressful for. You need to continue to maintain your overall health and your immune system, as I've said, every single day. Keep your body strong. Keep your mind strong. Vitamin C, D3. You know, I was talking to Doug Hagman's producer, Eric, the other day, and he called me up, and he said basically his dad had gotten it, and he was sick. And I said, well, what's he already taking? He said, well, he's already on C, D, zinc, quercetin. And so I said, well, here's the dosages to bump it up to. And he said he's already sick a couple days, already bouncing back, feeling good. And I said, well, that's the importance of having it in your system. And I said it's the same analogy where if you're on a track sprint and you're about to run and you're going up against a comp- opponent, then say the opponent is the virus, the metaphor, and all of a sudden – they fire the starting line fire you know shot and the opponent gets to have a 15 second head start well you got to try and catch up with them then you're trying to catch up with the viral load that's basically expanding in your body if you have a fair fight or a fair run and you're taking your supplements and you're loaded up with your vitamin c and your d3 and your zinc and your quercetin when they fire the shot off both you start off at the same time And if you're stronger, faster, better, you're going to beat the virus, which vast majority of people do. But when you sit there and you wait until you're two, three, four days into the replication cycle of the virus, and you say, man, I need to start taking something now to take care of this. 
well, it makes it much, much more difficult for your body to try to deal with it and overtake it in a quick manner because it's gotten overrun. That's why it's so important you really keep your immune system boosted on a regular basis. And one big thing of that as well is don't live in fear. Fear increases stress. Stress increases cortisol. Cortisol is a stress hormone that lowers the immune system because it puts you in essentially a fight-or-flight standpoint. Understand what they're trying to do to everybody. They used Ukraine timing perfectly to release the Pfizer FDA documents showing that there are almost 1,300 known adverse events during the clinical trials, that there were over 1,000 individuals that died during the clinical trials, that the shot was not safe nor was it effective at all under any circumstances, yet the FDA still approved it to be rolled out, and the federal government still tried to force it and mandate it on the people. All that information has been released in the last four weeks now, but yet suddenly, man, isn't it crazy? It just nobody seems to talk about it, and now we're just starting to roll it out again. Oh, what? We need our fourth booster. This is where they're running to take this. This is what they're trying to do and trying to make sure they keep everybody terrified so they can roll in the next phase with the mandated COVID passports, which they've been working on, and they've been having a difficult time because a lot of people are realizing the whole thing is complete and total sham. Also, too, in other news as far as being stored up and prepared, and this is one of those things that I saw the other day and it was a bit troubling to me, but apparently I've heard this now from numerous individuals, one of which that works basically at Publix Corporate, and now I saw another article on Zero Hedge, and it said infant formula is in short supply as U.S. retailers begin rationing. They said the supply chain, along with major baby food recalls earlier this year, exacerbated shortages. At least 29% of the top-selling baby formula products were out of stock by mid-March, according to the analysis, which tracked baby formula stock at 11,000 different retailers. They said now America's second-largest pharmacy, Walgreens, which got over 9,000 locations in the United States, announced it will be rationing baby formula. The spokesperson said the company confirmed consumers are only limited to three baby formula products per transaction due to the increased demand and various supply issues. Now, you got to think about it for a second. Why would they be doing a recall and a shortage on this stuff? Is there really a big problem with it? I don't know. Just a question I'm asking. Isn't it interesting, though, that we've seen numerous recalls over the last probably year, year and a half? Very strangely, I might add at that, and all types of issues with food getting pulled back, Everything getting reduced as far as you can't get it or, oh, we have to recall this giant batch of food or this got lost. I then saw an article the other day, ABC News, the bird flu case forces killing of 5.3 million chickens in Iowa. State agriculture officials say the confirmation of the bird flu at another Iowa egg laying farm will force killing of more than 5 million chickens. Now, that's really interesting because this also happened over in Europe. They're saying now upwards of over 10 million chickens are going to have to get slaughtered because of this alleged bird flu. Now, my million-dollar question of this is, what test are they using on these chickens? Are they using the same PCR test that created the 90% false positive rate for the COVID scandemic? Are they testing 5 million individual chickens before they slaughter them? I don't know, guys. I find this to be very, very fishy at a time where it's unbelievably difficult to even get a lot of good quality meat right now, and prices are going through the roof, and the inflationary rate, the real inflationary rate on the market is like 13.5%. 
now suddenly we're just going to arbitrarily say some chickens have chicken flu, bird flu, and we're going to kill five million of them now because, well, you know what? They said that's what we have to do. This is very odd to me. We've seen these massive recalls in the last year, massive culling of a lot of these animals on a regular basis, all because they're saying, well, they may be sick. Now, am I saying they they don't have bird flu? No, I'm not. They all may be infested with it. I don't know. I'm not there. I don't raise chickens in Iowa. But I do find it very oddly timing when you're seeing all these products starting to not only go up in price, but you simply can't get them. And it's happening faster and faster and faster now. you got to remember now, the United States is a very, very large operating country. You know what I mean? We're like the economic engine of the world for the most part. I mean, we're we're big country. We do a lot. But you start starving out hundreds of millions of people in the United States, you're going to see a catastrophe like we've never seen in this country before. And it's almost, almost to me like they're intentionally trying to cause a food shortage, and I'm not the only one who thinks that. So, again, that's something that I wanted to throw out there, and that's why I've encouraged a lot of people. Make sure you're stored up on whatever supplies you need, whether you want food buckets, meat buckets, beans and rice, canned foods, whatever you can store and you know how to store it properly and make it long-term – I highly suggest you start looking at that because there's nothing much worse than being in a situation where you can't feed your kids or your family because essentially you didn't have any backup supplies. That's just a fact. But the way things are going right now, this whole thing with the baby formula really kind of got me. I was like, listen, this is a big deal. How do you want to stress out families and get them to comply? Starve out their children. It is what it is. I mean, that's why I've always encouraged breastfeeding. That is absolutely the most healthiest option. Most of baby formula is garbage, to put it that way. It's all like corn syrup, solids, and stuff. It's garbage. But if that's what a child's living on, and that's the only food they have, and they're an infant, and all of a sudden you can't get this stuff, and you're only limited to three cans now, and you go to buy it, you have to start going to multiple different stores to try to have a little bit of a stock up. That's not a good situation to start being put in, and this is obviously where they're starting to take this, I think, in my opinion, because remember, if they can have an excuse again to run another lockdown, another restriction, like bumbling buffoon Fauci and his partner in crime and all the other NIH individuals that are involved in this, now you might just see something start to happen if they really start pushing this. What do you think, Dad? Well, you know, Austin, what's interesting about all of this is the fact that, you know, people believe it. I mean, we don't know there have been 10 million birds killed. It's like you said, if there were 10 million birds killed, what kind of testing did they use to tell these everybody these birds were sick? You know, why weren't these birds given antibiotics? I mean, why weren't these birds given this or that? I mean, what's wrong with killing? Why do, why would you kill 10 million birds? Uh, yeah, unless it's just another lie. Yeah, you know, I mean, do this. You know, you were talking about the new metrics as far as what's going on as far as, you know, COVID and you type in new metrics. Same thing with new cases. You know, we did this last year and we told you guys to do it. I just typed in 770 new cases of COVID and I was just deluged with basically Oregon reports three-day total of 777 new COVID-19 cases, 777 new COVID cases in Oregon over the weekend. You know, and Washington State reports 777 cases of COVID. I mean, they can make the Internet say whatever they want. Here's another one. I just typed in 673 new cases of COVID. It says basically public health officials announced 673 cases of new confirmed cases. Uh, you know, it goes New Mexico COVID-19 update, 673 new cases. Do it yourself. In case you think I'm making this up, type in any number you want and put new cases of COVID and they pop up because the metrics, because this the Internet is based on algorithms. And so they want to make sure that if you type in any number, you're going to get new cases of COVID. So, this, so they do it. And, and that's how they work. And infant formula shortage, like you said, Austin, 
how, how do you scare a parent? How do you scare a mother and father? How do we know there really is an infant formula shortage? How do we know that the distributors are starting hoarding it, not sending it out? How do we know the government hasn't done like they've done with so many crops in the United States as far as with these chickens and just pay them 1.5 times the amount of value of the chickens to have them killed and slaughtered? We're seeing multiple crops going into the ground and being basically plowed back under, and the government pays the people to not even harvest the crops. You save on the combines. You save on the fertilizer. You save on the spray. You save on everything. You get 1.5 times the value of your crop if you plow it back under. This is how you create a food shortage because there's no food shortage in the breadbasket of the world. It's, it's impossible unless they force it. I mean, you know, and the thing about it is you got to ask yourself a question. You know, do you really seriously believe the same media that lied to you about COVID is now telling you the truth about anything, including Ukraine? I mean, everything's a lie. The Will Smith thing, the more I see it, the more I realize they needed to have something to cover up the hearings for Jackson. So then we would talk about that she was a pedophile gatekeeper for the Supreme Court. We did a big show on her on Friday, if you haven't listened to that one yet. I've got a huge response off of that. Please listen to me. Don't believe anything. If it's, I always I tell people this. Don't even believe your preacher, okay? Don't, don't, don't believe your preacher unless you can verify it by the word of God. And, you know, and the preachers are always doing this crazy stuff. You know, I, I'm not always – they don't always do this. Only a few of them do this. They'll come in with a prophecy, a prophetic message. And they'll go, thus saith the Lord, God has told me. You know, Pat Robertson was the worst on that. He was always coming up with, God told me this and God told me that, and none of it ever happened. And you kind of sit back and you kind of go, well, nothing you say happens, so why should I listen to anything you say? And, and that's the truth, guys, isn't it? You know, the Old Testament, if a prophet messed up on a prophecy, and he said, thus saith the Lord, and it didn't come to pass, they took him out back and stoned him to death in many cases. Not in all cases, but in many cases, because they considered him to be a false prophet. Now, here, why do I say that? Here's why. Because when you have a person who's walking in a prophetic word, and he basically says, hey, this is what God says, God is omnipresent. Get that. You know, God doesn't need a wristwatch. He's here, there, and everywhere all at the same time. So if he says that God says, then it has to happen because God is omnipresent. He's in the time where it's going to happen. And so when they, so you be very, very careful when preachers do that. Now preachers can pray and they say, I've heard from the Lord, I feel like I'm being led to say this to you. Okay? And then he gives you a sermon, but he doesn't say, thus saith the Lord. Okay. And he can say, I'm, pu I'm putting some of my interpretation into some of my own beliefs into this. But it all has to be based on scripture. I've told people for so many years, if somebody says for you to do something that's not based on scripture, you need to really evaluate it. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm not saying they're not wrong. They're wrong. I'm just saying you need to really evaluate and get multiple sources. That's like we do on the show. We try to vet stories that we come out, bring out to you guys, because we want to make sure that we give you multiple sources for the same story. There are some people out there, crap, 90% of what they put out is just junk. You can't vet any of it. It's just you vet it, and then somebody else is putting out the same story because they're linking back to them. And so you get four or five stories linked back to the same person who put it out. And I'm telling you, 99% of the time, that's going to be COINTELPRO. That's going to be the Rothschild banking cartel controlling both sides of the narrative to prevent you from knowing or believing or seeing the truth and to keep you in fear. It just is what it is. You say, well, I don't think that's true. Well, okay, that's fine. You don't have to think that's true either. It's all right. But the reality is it is like that. And once you understand it and once you see it and you understand that this is the way it goes, you start to understand very, very quickly that you know there are a lot of things that are out there that are just simply lies, including the whole narrative with Russia. All of it with Ukraine. You know, 
that's a big, you got a giant group of Nazis over there. I had a man in there for years. I told you he gave me the information. He had Nazi parades going down the street that were endorsed by that Kabbalist wizard, whatever his name is, you know, Zelensky over there. And see, everything they're doing to us is turning everything upside down. Dave Ramsey, I don't really follow Dave Ramsey, but he wrote a really good article. I'm going to paraphrase part of it. It's not really an article. It's a couple of paragraphs. It says, finding balance in an inverted reality. It was this morning I realized that everything is about to change. No matter how I vote, no matter what I say, lives are never going to be the same. Now, why is that? I'm going to dissect that for a second. Why is it that things are not going to be the same anymore? Because the Kabbalist, Luciferian, satanic banking cartel, they're actually flexing their muscles now, and they've shut down the entire economic world engine. I've been waiting for a different truck I ordered six months ago, and I, can't, I still can't get it. I mean, before it was six weeks, you'd order a new truck from General Motors or from Ford, and the truck would be sitting at your doorstep. There'd be a dealer, and you could pick it up. Not anymore, because they want to slow down the velocity of money. I told you guys this a year and a half, two years ago, because the only group of people that have the power to do this is shut down the entire economic world engine of the international bankers. Dave Ramsey goes on to say, you can't justify this insanity. We become a nation that has lost its collective mind. That's because the preacher stopped preaching and got involved with the Johnson Amendment and went to the Schofield Reference Bible. That's a fact. He's correct about that. We see other countries going socialist and collapsing, but it seems like a great plan to us. No, it doesn't. It only seems like a great plan to the people who don't believe and know the truth of who Jesus Christ was and is, the people who don't understand what communism is. That's why I constantly go back into the history books, and I tell you guys, here's what they did. Stalin killed between 50 and 100 million of his own people to force communism into Russia. It's not what people think it's going to be. Somehow it's un-American for the census to count how many Americans are in America. That's true because we're bringing in all this immigration out of South, you know, South America, and the liberals say no. People who say there is so no such thing as gender are demanding a female president. I'll repeat that. People who say there's no such thing as a gender are demanding a female president. People are saying there's no such thing as a gender are demanding a black female Supreme Court justice who's totally unqualified for the position. I mean, it's unbelievable. Universities that advocate equality discriminate against Asian Americans in favor of African Americans. And then white people are at the bottom of the list with all the discrimination. Some people are held responsible for things that happened before they were born, and other people are not held responsible for what they are doing right now. Criminals are caught and released to hurt more people, but stopping them is bad because it's a violation of their rights. And I'm going to add this. If they rape you, you're supposed to basically poop on yourself while they're trying to rape you to make them disgusted so they don't rape you, but you're not supposed to defend yourself. I, you know, I, I don't even know how to even respond to that. If a rapist comes into your house, ladies, pick up the, pick up the nearest 12-gauge and do your thing. Just yeah, that's, that's, how you, that's how that works. Same thing. Guys, if somebody breaks into your house in the middle of the night, now watch your state laws because they're crazy all over the United States now. But if your state says it, you don't have to flee, and you can, you know, you have you have you've got castle doctrine or stand your ground laws. Just do what you need to do to protect your family. That's that's all I can tell you to do. After legislating a gender, people basically, uh, you know, are realizing that if a dude pretends to be a woman, you're required to pretend with him. I'm gonna repeat it. After legislating a gender, if a dude pretends to be a woman, you're required to pretend with him. I mean, why do we have to continue? You know, here's the thing. I can't stand lying. I really can't. You know, and so if somebody wants to lie about their sex and say, I'm a girl today, or I want to be a turtle today, or I want to be a, you know, a, you know, a, a platypus, or whatever you want to be, you know, if you have a mental delusion and you want to believe that, don't force me by law 
to force me to believe the delusion of someone who's mentally ill. I'm not going to do it. It's absolutely ridiculous. Immigrants with tuberculosis and polio are welcome, but you better be able to prove your dog is vaccinated. Well, let's take it from the dog and take it to your children trying to get into the school systems. Irish doctors and German engineers who want to immigrate to the United States must go through a rigorous vetting process, but any illiterate gangbanger who jumped the southern fence is welcomed. Yeah, so I've got all kinds of friends like this. They want to come over from Germany, and they can't. I'm talking about top-level engineers and scientists. They can't come in because, number one, they're white. I hate to say that, but it's true. And number two, they don't allow but a certain percentage of people to come in legally into the United States. and They're looking for certain groups of people, and Germans just don't happen to be one of them. But if you're coming in from Central or South America or you're coming in from Africa or the Middle East or from China and you're jumping the Central or the South border, yeah, I guess I guess my German friends should just basically fly to Mexico City and come across the border that way and start speaking Spanish. I guess that would work. But the problem is, is that why does it have to be like that? I mean, we only can take so many people into the United States because of our infrastructure. That's it. The United States was built by immigrants who wanted a new world, who wanted to basically have freedom to do what needed to be done and to make money and to earn income and to raise their families and love God the way they want to love God and, and basically do the things they wanted to do and have free enterprise. These people that are coming from socialist countries, thanks to Project Condor in South America, they don't want that. They just want free stuff, including free cell phones that they're getting now, free iPhones. $5 billion for border security is too expensive, but $1.5 trillion for free health care is not? What? If you cheat to get into college, you go to prison. But if you cheat to get into the country, you get to go to college for free. And pointing out all of the hot hypocrisy somehow makes us racists. That makes me, I guess, me and Austin are racist this morning because we pointed out the hypocrisy. Nothing makes sense anymore. No values, no morals, no civility. And people are dying of a Chinese virus, but it's racist to refer to it as a Chinese virus, even though it started in China, supposedly. We are clearly living in an upside-down world, which is exactly what the Bible said would happen, where right is wrong and wrong is right, where moral is immoral and immoral is, is, is moral, where good is evil and evil is good, where killing murderers is wrong but killing innocent babies is right, where allowing criminals, career criminals to go free and kill again is okay. That's the way you're supposed to do it, but you can't keep them in jail because that's wrong. Even they've been arrested 55 or 100 times, they're basically going to be able to be turned out on the street again and kill more people because – it's the right thing to do because they were not privileged as a child. You know, guys, it's, it's frustrating to me. You know, you go to school, you go to college, you get a career, or you go to trade school, you become a plumber or electrician, or you own a roofing company or an AC company, or you work and you work and you work, and you do everything you possibly can, and people tell you, okay, thanks so much for paying all those taxes now. We're going to give it to people who are coming to the country who don't want to work, who want everything for free, including an iPhone. And you go, but I don't even have an iPhone. I mean, they're expensive. That's okay. We're giving away 1.5 million iPhones this year to immigrants because we feel that they may need them because they have to be able to check the Internet. What? Yeah, it's insanity. You know, America has to wake up. This unsinkable ship basically has hit the Titanic is the Titanic, and it's hit an iceberg, and it's taking on water, and it's basically sinking pretty doggone fast. And they're out on the deck right now playing music, and <laughs> people are still in the ballroom dancing, going, wow, what a great day this is because I am on an unsinkable ship. Yeah, how'd that work out for the Lusitania? How'd that work out for the Titanic? 
I don't work out for these big ocean liners that go down off the coast, that, that one that went off the, down off the coast of Greece a few years ago. I mean, off the coast of Italy, wherever it was, to Costa Concordia, I think it was called. But guys, if we don't wake up, especially our pastors, and start telling the people the truth about what's happening and where this is going, this whole thing ain't going to change. Just a newsflash. This is going to get worse and worse and worse and worse until the United States finally comes unglued at the seams and the Titanic goes down. You know, we've got to stop rearranging the deck shares on the Titanic for a better view. <laughs> I'm going to repeat that. We've got to stop arranging the deck chairs on the Titanic for a better view. You know, what we try to do on this show, and gosh, last week's shows, we tried to do so much of that, is basically to put a hole, you know, to, I'm sorry, excuse me, to plug the hole in the side of the ship by telling you guys who's really doing all of this stuff so we can stop the hole from leaking. But guys, we got to do it together. If we don't come together in this right now, it's going to be a mess. Within 10 years, if this United States even exists anymore, you won't recognize it in its form at that point. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? You're exactly. Sorry, Mike, issue there. You're 100% right with it. This is what they're trying to do, and this is what I mentioned in such detail a week and a half ago. And I said, if they can come in and they can begin to make people believe that wrong is right, right is wrong, up is down, and they can confuse everybody's idea of what's even mildly moral or ethic, <laughs> so you have none, and they can completely remove the laws of nature. Natural laws no longer exist. If a grown man wants to do something and wants to be in a fantasy world, everybody else has to pretend along with him. You, you said that comment. And it made a lot of sense when you said it. So if somebody wants to go live in a fantasy world, I have to pretend I'm in the fantasy world with him to make him feel better about it so he doesn't get upset. No, 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 no. The answer is big fat no and a resounding no. How about we just continue to live in reality like we've done for thousands upon thousands of years, and we'll make it work just fine? I saw a tweet the other day, and it was kind of funny, and it said I've, I had a three-year-old who identified as a Tyrannosaurus Rex, but we didn't discuss dinosaur identity with him or dinosaur reassignment surgery with him. Why? Because he's three years old. Why would you even think about doing that? I started laughing. Imagine that. Imagine that. You have a child that's living in a fantasy world. And what's happened is now, if you have a child that wants to live in a fantasy world, they can do that at a young age because they're children. But what's happened is now, other adults won't validate the lifestyle of these cross-dressing perverts. So now they need young children to support and validate their perverted lifestyle choices because they're the only ones they can confuse and manipulate because they're such an early age. That is why they're trying to do this, and they're trying to spread their complete and total lunatic ideas on people, on young children, because the children are the only ones that will accept their perverted fantasy world. It's interesting. I saw an article earlier there posting about this video of this elementary school teacher, and she blatantly is saying that children ages three and four are aware of their gender identity, even if they don't have the language for it, and saying that it should be completely okay to talk to three- and four-year-olds about different types of sex and gender identity because, well, they're interested in that. No, they're not. No, they're not at all. They'll sit there and listen to you because they're young children and you're an authority figure. They have no interest in that. That's not a topic of discussion that's normal for them. 
They're interested in how fast they can get their bicycle going and when they can take their training wheels off. That's, that's what they're interested in doing. They have no normal interest in this type of perversion. You want to make them interested in it, though, because they want to make it normal. This is what they're constantly talking about. And as we're seeing more and more of this stuff come to light, we're seeing more censorship. Uh, there was the uh, human events editor, Jack Posobiec. He basically made a mean T-shirt. I don't know if he's going to produce it or not. And it has the Disney World little symbol on it, and it says, Boycott Groomers. <laughs> Whoa. And, of course, Twitter immediately froze his account, said that he basically is uh, violating rules against hateful conduct. Yeah, kid you not. I kid you not. A T-shirt that says boycott groomers is now considered hateful conduct on Twitter. Yeah, that's that's what's happening right now. And what's interesting about this, as you see these things kind of go along more and more and more, people are starting to become vocal. You know, Disney shares over the last year now, since they started this nonsense, have been dropping precipitously. They're down like I think $60, $70 a share, like $130 a share, and down from almost 200 just in the last year. And I personally hope it goes all the way down to single digits. That's just my personal opinion because I want everybody to start looking at this and going, we're not going to support these companies, man. We're not going to give them thousands and thousands of dollars. There are so many other things to do in Florida besides go to Disney World. It's always frustrating when I hear people do, we're going to Florida to go to Disney. I'm like, dude, have, have you been to the, the, the St. Augustine Fort? You walked around that and looked at the heritage in downtown. Have you gone and driven your vehicle on Daytona Beach? Have you gone to Clearwater and gone fishing out in the Gulf of Mexico? Have you gone down to the Keys? Have you taken an airboat ride out in the Everglades? I mean, there's all kinds of fun stuff to do if you want to come down here on vacation. You don't have to go to the grooming capital of Florida, which we're now we're seeing as basically as Disney World. There's so many other things. I just listed a handful of them. There's water parks you can go to if you want to do something like that. But again, vote with your dollar. There's an employee now that basically did a anonymous interview and cast member, 35 years of Disney Magic Kingdom Park. And this is what they said. They said that essentially this don't say gay bill is nothing about that. It's a parental rights issue. And they said essentially what Disney has been doing now over the last couple of years is they've slowly been pushing this agenda for something that wasn't even there. And he said they're all ashamed to work for the company, a huge portion of the people that work for it. He said because they're creating a problem that didn't exist, didn't exist. And he said it's becoming more and more and more woke now to now they're starting to try to make this a big deal when it's not a big deal. The very fact that people are upset that you're coming out with a bill that you can't talk to children without parents, parents around about sexual engagement and gender identity. We didn't even need a bill for this. We didn't even need a law for this because it's something that shouldn't even have been normal, shouldn't even have been okay, but yet it is. And so as you're seeing these things occur, you have to realize what's really happening behind the scenes, and you have to decide whether or not you're going to support them. So I encourage you to make your own consensus, make your own decision, and think about it from an ethical, moral, biblical standpoint and see if it holds up to that. Also, to in other news, as we've seen now, the FBI's unbelievably compromised nature all across the board, all the way from January 6th and above, we're now seeing that two of the suspects that were arrested in the FBI-directed Whitmore kidnapping plot, two of them now have been fully acquitted 
and two more now look like they're looking at a hung jury with the absurd level of corruption and criminality exposed among the FBI agents who led the investigation. The lead FBI agent involved in the alleged Whitmore kidnapping has been terminated. Two more now are under investigation. The entire operation was led by an FBI agent and three different confidential informants that were working directly for the FBI. And essentially we're finding out now from the text, from the information that was gathered, these FBI informants and FBI agent intentionally corralled a couple guys up, four other guys up, and basically talked them in to talking, not doing, talking about going and being involved in a kidnapping plot that never occurred. Remember this? This never happened. There was conjecture. There was discussions. There were plans. There were topics. There were ideas that floated around, even why they also apparently they went out one time and were drinking and basically we're talking about different ideas and joking about it. This whole time the FBI agents and the FBI informants are recording this situation. Then they come in and say, we've done it, guys. We've, we've, we've foiled a kidnapping plot on Governor Whitmore. We've done it now. And remember, I've told you guys this before. This has happened hundreds of times now with the FBI where they literally go in, talk people into doing stuff, try to set up something. And before they even do it, they go, oh, by the way, you're busted. You're going to prison now for 25 years to life for a domestic terrorist because, well, you know what? We caught you doing this. And you go, dude, you're the one that had the bombs. You're the one that had everything. You just kind of told me to come along and be a lookout and watch out what's going on. Oh, it doesn't matter. You're, you're the terrorist now. They do this all the time. So I'm really glad that these two guys were acquitted. I hope the two other with the hung jury, this whole thing goes down as another giant debacle with the FBI and people realize more and more and expose it how unbelievably corrupt a lot of these alphabet agencies are. I was frustrated to no end when the FBI or excuse me, when the ATF got busted with Operation Fast and Furious running twenty five hundred machine guns and fifty caliber weapons, the Mexican drug cartel, and that Nobody wanted to talk about it when it happened. It was one of those like, hush, hush, don't bring it up, don't talk about it. This is another one of those things. This needs to get brought up and talked about. If we have the same agency that's trying to arrest people for basic trespassing, not arrest people, hold them essentially indefinitely now without pretrial release and charge them with federal criminal crimes because they trespassed allegedly on the Capitol grounds, and we have the same FBI agents that are trying to literally start up their own group with their own informants <laughs> and bring people into it to talk about a kidnapping of a U.S. governor, and yet we're realizing this whole thing is corrupt to the very core, you have to start asking yourself the question, why would you listen to anything these guys have to say? This is the thing now, Bumbling Buffoon Biden's talking about now trying to bring in more gun laws on alleged ghost guns, which that terminology is completely and totally ridiculous. Their reference to ghost guns are simply homemade manufacturers, unserialized firearms, which are completely legal to build in the United States under the Second Amendment. It basically takes a lot of people that have milled their own or billet lowers of AR-15s or polymer lowers of handguns, and they build and manufacture their own firearms, which is completely legal to do. Completely legal. There's nothing illegal about doing it whatsoever. They're now saying these ghost guns are a, a real problem in the United States, and this is the reason why they have to be banned. Actually, even the FBI's own data shows that ghost guns are not a problem whatsoever in crimes. In fact, the individual in Sacramento that was released less than half of his 10-year prison sentence, the one that got in the shooting at the nightclub, 
had a stolen firearm and then filed down the sear on it to make it a fully automatic weapon. So not only was he convicted felon, he stole a firearm, which is another federal crime and another felony. He then filed down the sear, made it a machine gun, which is a, another crime by the ATF. But hey, you know what? We need to make sure law-abiding citizens can't manufacture their own legal firearms in the privacy of their home. That, right there, my friends, that will stop the violent crime. That will stop it. You know, this is what we're doing right now because we got the new metrics. Don't forget about the new metrics, the new crime metrics. We have figured out we block ghost guns, and it's going to stop crime. So you just listen to us in the new metrics. You listen to the COVID new metrics because that's, that's what you got to listen to as well. The ideas and concepts that they roll out are so far idiotic, you can't even make them up. But yet people continue to actually listen and follow what they're saying because they're completely and totally brainwashed. That's why you have to break the trance. You have to get the truth out there. You have to continue to speak up and stand up. Because remember, if you don't speak up for the truth, and there's constant faults and false lies and just constant untruths of propaganda, and nobody speaks the truth, eventually everybody just starts believing the lie. Because there is no rebuttal. Right. No, nobody pushes it. Everybody just says, well, I don't want to get in an argument. I don't want to have a conflict. So I'm just going to let these people keep running their mouths about what they're saying. Even if it's complete and total perverted fantasy, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to let it go. What, who's going to say no? Like I said before, the only thing evil men need to do to prevail is for good men to do nothing. Or just simply also say good men to be silent. Sit down and say nothing. Do nothing. Just sit in the corner and be good little peasants. That's what they want everybody to do. That is why I've been so vocal and that has been so vocal on this show and in person with everything we're involved in. Because somebody at some point in time has to stand up and point the big giant purple elephant in the corner of the room that nobody wants to address dad what do you think <laughs> purple elephant the giant cabalist wizard sitting there looking at you yeah uh, yeah <laughs> the wizard you know behind the curtain i mean it's just, it's, you're, you're right austin and you know what's so frustrating to me i was reading that article too with whitmer and those that's a, a supposedly fake you know abduction and all the stuff that never ever happened and these fbi agents set these guys up I'm going I'm to warn you guys real quick. This is so important. Be really careful if you get involved with groups. Oh, gosh. I can't. So many times the guys are saying stuff about anarchy and taking up arms against the government and trying to get small groups going and getting people to form militias that are going to basically carry weapons into Washington, D.C., and on and on and on and on and on and on. Guys, let me tell you something. If you're involved with a group like that, and you saw it on January the 6th, it was the FBI people who were pushing the people into the Capitol. It's all about setting people up and getting the leaders of the groups of people that are vocal and saying stuff to do stuff they should not do so they can be charged with crimes. That's what it always boils down to. And, you know, it's interesting to me. Go to a group, you got some FBI guys there, start talking about, you know, kidnapping the governor. There's a couple of guys who, well, I won't do that. Well, you know, we're going to, we're going to be involved in it. So we're going to do it. Well, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. Okay. Well, they keep coming to the meeting. So they come to the meeting. They have no intentions on doing any of it. The FBI guys are supposedly going to do it. And then they get arrested because the FBI guys are talking about it. <laughs> you don't even know. I can't even make it up. And I, so I'm so happy they've been acquitted now. The other two have been with a hung jury. It's kind of like this. We're going to go ahead and entrap you to do something you don't want to do or to even speak about what you don't want to do. But we're going to let scientists do fake human mock sacrifices outside of CERN. And that's good. That's cool. And you go, what? Yeah. And that gets a big stamp of endorsement from the Swiss government. And they say, oh, there was a bunch of funny guys just out there having fun. We talked about it before. It's ridiculous. 
And it's not true. Look at Connecticut. Connecticut, a 77-year-old perverted school nurse is suspended over transphobic Facebook posts revealing that student 11 was on puberty blockers and 12 others were non-binary and that teachers were keeping some secrets to keep it a secret. What? What, wait, wait a minute. She put, she put, the post came to the attention of the officials of the Richard G. Kinsala Magnet School after the mother of the 11-year-old mentioned saw the post. Teachers are spending 37 hours a week influencing our children, not necessarily teaching our children what should be taught. And she goes, I have an 11-year-old female student on puberty blockers and a dozen identifying as non-binary, but all but two keeping this a secret from the parents, she added. Now, this lady, basically, she's been in the system for a long, long time. She tried to shut, point this out. And she was suspended for being transphobic. Now, think about it for a second. Now, why in the world didn't she go to the parents? That's my question. Why didn't she go to the parents and say, your kid wants to do this. Why in the world is this okay? Let's not allow this to happen. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I really don't understand. But, you know, you got to remember what's going on, you know, with how, like Austin talked about with Disney. Disney starts doing this whole thing back a year ago. They've lost seventy dollars in their stock value. It's gone down from two hundred about down to a hundred. And you think, or I'm sorry, one hundred and thirty. And you think that's a huge drop in stock value, as it is. And we have to understand that it's going to continue to go down because only a couple percent of the population is gay in the United States. I mean, really gay. Other ones are just confused. I mean, they're just confused because they've been told all kinds of weird stuff. But guys, you think about it for a second. You've got this woke group out there trying to force us to basically accept this this whole <laughs> transphobic fantasy that these that these people believe that they're actually a, a male or a female and they're not. And but yet that's the group that's trying to run the planet. Oh, but that's right, isn't it? As I've told you before, you got about 200,000 of these hardcore Luciferian Kabbalists, wizards and warlocks that are members of the bloodline family that run the other eight billion of us. If that's how many people are left on the planet after all the billions of shots that were given, it's probably a massive reduction in population already. But, you know, they're never going to tell us the real numbers on that either. Pretty much everything they tell you on the media is a lie. Watch the movie Wag the Dog. They can make it sound like anything by putting the screen together and putting CGI up and making you think that these things happen. They never, ever happen. Now, the real thing that happened is a Sacramento County Sheriff has slammed the woke laws that treat criminals like victims in wake of a mass shooting that left six dead. Austin mentioned this earlier. Shooter had been released from jail weeks earlier after serving less than 10, less than half of a 10 year sentence. Sheriff Scott Jones said California laws are too lax on violent criminals. He warned violent crime would continue to rise if current laws are not examined. This is one of the aspects of the April 3rd shooting with Smiley, Smiley Martin was released in February. The career criminal was freed having served less than half of a 10 year sentence. You know, is this what's happening all over the country? These people do these horrible, 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 horrible crimes. And basically, they're in a woke state. And so they basically say, well, we don't have to do the time. We're just going to do the crime, and they're going to let us out anyhow. And the sad part about that, when that happens, it empowers them to continue to do more and more and more. And then we have Ron DeSantis now. He's basically really coming up on the national election because, you know, if you, <laughs> his slogan should be, make America Florida again. <laughs> it should be, and Ron DeSantis puts up Trump-like numbers for re-election fundraising. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis seems to be well on his way to re-election. He is very popular with a much higher approval rating than the razor-thin margin he won by his first gubernatorial election. He didn't have a razor-thin margin. There was massive election fraud that almost got that meth-head, pervert, gay Gillum in office. Just going to mention that. It was all election fraud. 
Don, Don DeSantis, there's no way that we wanted a gay meth head in office. I mean, remember they found him with that meth orgy with a bunch of gays passed out down there in Miami? Gosh, he's getting national, DeSantis is getting national press every week. And even as leftist corporate media tries to smear him and be Disney, he seems to come on top out of every exchange because he didn't back down. Now he can add a massive fundraising total to his list of compliments, as reported by the Just the News emphasis. According to the most recent campaign finance reports made to the Florida Secretary of State, the governor received, listen to this, $109 million in total contributions and spent $13 million between January the 1st and December 31st, 21. The Santos is running for re-election in 22, and I'm so excited about that. He will win in a landslide because he's fixed a lot of this corrupt voting in the state. And while, especially down there in Broward County, bleh, and while the Republican Governors Association has kicked in 6.6 million, their Democratic counterparts may be planning to sit this one out, according to the Gateway Pundit. They don't even want to go against DeSantis. Things are so bad for Democrats that the Democratic Governors Association is not making any financial contributions to candidates attempting to unseat DeSantis. I love that, by the way, guys. Republicans shouldn't get complacent, however. Not even extremely popular ones like DeSantis. Democrats demonstrated in 2020 they're very capable of stealing elections, which we mentioned just a minute ago. Moreover, Florida is still a purple state, even though Republicans made tremendous gains in both elections as well as voter registration. Nevertheless, it's hard to, hard to find the fault in how the governor and his staff have handled both the administration and the re-election campaign so far. Wow, guys. You know, this is so critical that we realize how important it is that we have a leader. And i got to step in there with DeSantis now. I've got to step in and basically make him say, because say he's, he's standing against these guys. And he's basically saying, no, we're not going to allow this to happen. No, we're not going to do this. No. How about we take Disney's special status away so they can't destroy wetlands in Florida any longer? Which, oh, by the way, did I say, oh, they do destroy wetlands. They don't care. They'll go into a swamp that's completely illegal to touch anywhere else in the state of Florida because, but they're, because of their own little country within a state. They can go in and completely dig out the swamp, kill all the indigenous life in the swamp. Because you guys know that. And then turn around and fill it and backfill it and build another theme park on top of it. You know, Disneyland, basically, a lot of the world, a lot of it was really swampy in there. So here's what they did. They went and they put a bunch of fill in there at Disney World, Magic Kingdom. And then they built the underground Disney on top of the fill. Okay, And then they covered all that, make tunnels with more fill and built Disney on top of that. You, you, I kid you not. The underground tunnel system, there would have been underwater. I've got a friend of mine. He's basically... Uh, a wine drinker, and he lives right there in celebration. And he built a big house, and he wanted a wine cellar. And so he dug out the wine cellar. And as soon as he dug out the wine cellar, the wine cellar literally filled with water instantaneously because he hit the aquifer. He was right on – he was in the water. So in order to stop that, he had to go in and put pumps in underneath his house, and underneath inside of the aquifer, and seal a room. I, I'm not joking, guys. The guy spent like a half a million dollars in this wine cellar and seal the room. And put pumps underneath it, sub pumps, multiple pumps in case one fails, and he has to constantly pump water into the septic system <laughs> celebration just to keep his wine cellar, which is a really, really nice wine cellar, though I don't really drink wine, to keep it from going underwater. That's the way Central Florida is. I, I can't tell you how many times I'm digging with postal diggers and I hit water. You know, just, just you know, sometimes you dig and have, in the rainy season, you dig down two feet and you hit water. And it's just crazy how wet the state is. But Disney doesn't have to comply with any environmental regulations. 
I always find that incredibly, how should I say, one-sided and biased on the state of Florida's. You know, when Claude Kirk gave them that huge, this back in the 60s, that huge contract to bring them here to let them do whatever they wanted to do. There should have been some kind of caveat on that, that after 10, 15, 20, 30 years. There, there really should have been. That after that point, they're going to have to comply. But they don't. They do whatever they want to do, whenever they want to do, including grooming your children. And suddenly DeSantis calls them out for grooming your children, and they decide they're going to come after the governor of the state of Florida, which means they're coming after the state of Florida. I mean, Disney's got a lot of revenue coming in. i got to give them that. <laughs> the state of Florida dwarfs Disney. And so for Disney to be doing this, it just shows how much spine they've got because they're backed by the Rothschild Banking Cartel, State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock corporations that now own Disney. And that's why they're doing it. They're basically saying, we want a transgender agenda and bring us closer to our god, Eisenhower, the hermaphrodite Baphomet, which they all worship, these high-level weirdos. And we want to make sure that everything is going to be that way for us all of the time from now on, and Disney's going to go ahead and push it against to our children. Guys, there are a lot of videos out there, and I'm not going to talk about it in detail, but there are a lot of videos that show personal body parts in Disney cartoons. I'm talking about, okay, phallic symbols, et cetera, et cetera, in Disney cartoons and all kinds of perversion drawn into the clouds, drawn into the characters, drawn into the, the uniform, to the, what the characters are wearing. All of this stuff is being done on purpose subliminally to sexualize your children and to destroy their innocence. Always remember that. So please, let's take Disney stock and drive it down to single digits. It can't go to zero because of the, uh, the infrastructure. <laughs> got too many buildings and too much land. But we can drive it down, down, down. Make it go into a free fall. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Also, finish it up, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. You're exactly right. I mean, the thing about it is there are so many people in this country that are awake, but people have to start being proactive. You know, I remember I read about the early phase of Disney, and what was messed up is the residents in central Florida around that time in the 50s did not want a theme park being put in. And so what they did was they actually bought the property as far as with Walt Disney and put it in a, like a land trust when they were originally bidding it out because they were buying up I mean, huge, huge swaths of land. They put it in a trust that essentially had nothing to do with Disney, Walt Disney, Disneyland, nothing. You couldn't tie any of it together. They had it like three separates away. And then turned around, once they acquired everything they wanted, then they restructured it. Walt Disney took it over and decided, oh, by the way, sorry, we're putting in a theme park now. And the Central Florida, it, it, was a, it was a big ruckus about it back then, if you read about it back in the 50s. They were very, very mad about it. And this is exactly what Dad said. They went in and they just started dredging up wetlands everywhere, went all over the place. And, I mean, Florida is kind of a swamp down here. That's why I told people, too. I said, you want to come down here if you like hunting? I said, go hog hunting down here. You can paid guides if you want to. I've done it a ton. I said, or go gator hunting. There's some great gator gator guides down here. Or you can go anaconda hunting down in the Everglades because those things are a nuisance down there. They're getting huge, like 25 feet long. They're eating everything. You can go on go a guide hunt if you like hunting. There's all kinds of fun stuff to do down in Florida if, you, if you're into doing that. But you don't have to go to Disney. There's a lot of other things to do besides going to Disney. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Also, to another news, just to awaken everybody on why the fact I've continued to tell everybody the EV world's not what they think it's going to be. California's high power prices could derail liberal EV dreams, they said now on Zero Hedge. They said Pacific Gas and Electric Co. 
in San Diego, gas and electric are having exponentially high power rates, making charging an electric vehicle very costly and will soon be as expensive as filling up a combustion engine, even at the elevated fuel cost. Imagine that. They said California's rates are rising faster than the rest of the entire country. Last year's electricity prices was 1.7 times faster than the rest of the country, and residential prices dropped 2.7 times faster. This increase are terrible news for residents who want to swap out their combustion vehicles for electric ones. And this is exactly what I've told everybody about. The electric EV vehicles are not going to be anything that are going to be cost-effective because as soon as you start pushing the amount of people into this and mandating it, it's just going to drive the price of electricity up much higher than fuel ever would be. I mean, fuel's already starting to drop back down now with everything that's going on in Ukraine. Granted, it doesn't drop at the pumps very quickly. It was always frustrating to me because in the state of Florida, you can't sell fuel for less than what you paid for it. So a lot of times if you got tanks that just got filled up and all of a sudden the market drops, you got this you know, month-long transitionary period to actually fuel to the pumps. But yet when it goes on the, you know, <laughs> on the exchange and it goes up, shoot, you'll see prices of fuel jump up the next day when it's jumping up on the market. So that's always a nice part. Also, to another news, in order to get people, I guess, a little bit more accustomed to not being able to travel freely on their way via airplane, American Airlines is now going to start using buses for connecting flights in and out of Philadelphia along with Lehigh Valley International Airport and Atlanta City International Airport. So the airports are roughly only about 100, 100 miles apiece in different directions, 100 miles apart. And so what they're saying now is passengers will board a bus rather than a flight to Philly. Well, they'd be dropped off at other terminals at the other stations. The buses will consist of 35 seats, complimentary Wi-Fi, and streaming options. They said in order to save fuel from basically jet fuel from flying into these other ones, they're going to use buses for connecting flights. Now, again, this probably is going to be much more cost effective, to be honest with you, because spooling up a jet to fly 100 miles, you know, and then basically, you know, you got uh, the rundown where they got to check everything, then they got the takeoff, they got the landing. They're probably figuring they can jump on a bus, they can be there in probably, you know, an hour and a half, two hours. Going to be a lot less money in fuel than spooling up a, a jet. But. Again, on the other hand, this is also bringing in the concept of having limited flights. As you're starting to see now, a lot of these airlines, they're canceling flights left and right all the time. Fuel's coming more expensive. They're canceling flights. They're consolidating flights. They're not fully booked out. They're not flying. This is going to be where they're going to take this with the future flights, in my opinion. They're going to start making it a luxury to be able to fly anywhere. So you're going to have to basically cater to their schedule and try to wait and wait and wait in order to get a flight plan that actually suits you. That's why I personally think this is headed in order to reduce the ability for people to be able to travel. Just my two cents on that. But also, too, and other news as well, continue to keep the truth going out there. Antifa members in France now reacted to the outcome of the first round of the presidential election by rioting in cities. Now, these Antifa members, I can tell you right now, this is literally Bolsheviks 2.0. This is exactly what they're doing. They're being paid by individuals to riot. Populist Marine Le Pen will face off against incumbent Macron in the second and final round of elections in two weeks after the pair racked up the most votes out of all the candidates. This is over in France, by the way, if you didn't pick up on that. They apparently displeased the far-left Antifa extremist groups uh, responded by burning down cars and having giant violent fights. No. Almost everybody in France 
you talk to him, they hate Macron. He's a complete and total out-of-control lunatic. He's the same one that said last week, you do not have the right to self-defense. If burglars break into your house and they want to rape your family and shoot you, you need to call the cops and wait for law enforcement to get there. You do not take law into your own hands. They arrested a farmer who shot a guy that broke into his house. He basically shot him with a 12-gauge. He's now been arrested for murder. The homeowner that shot the burglar that broke into his house, yes, that's how it is in France. Nobody wants Macron in power. These are simply Bolsheviks that are being paid again to show, oh, no, we want this guy to stay in power. This is how it works every single time. Control the narrative, control the mindset, control the people. So continue to keep talking about the truth, my friends, especially now when we have the, the new metrics that we have to start trusting with COVID as a complete and total joke that's insulting now with what they're trying to push. Keep your immune system strong. Keep your body strong. Focus on the truth and getting it out there. Thank you guys again for the continued support of Health Masters. Got a lot of emails over the weekend I got to uh, respond to. A lot of people have been asking about the magnesium brain food on sale till Wednesday. Yes, I talked in detail on Hagman about how it works with individuals that are having ADHD problems, PTSD, Alzheimer's. There's all types of research now. Better focus, better mood, everything with that product now because the magnesium theanate is like the gold standard top shelf of all magnesiums. This is one of the only ones that goes through the blood-brain barrier. I talked about it in detail on Hagman. So again, get the truth out there, my friends. Keep your mind strong. Keep your body strong. It's absolutely crucial right now with everything that's going on. I appreciate y'all. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.